You're listening to The Ripple Makers Show. Deep dive stories and confessions with inspirational change makers from within the One Drop Movement community. This show will share with you the winning insights behind how real thought leaders and movement makers react when the shit really hits the fan. Watch out for insightful episodes covering how these inspirational change makers have learned the hard way to become the go-to experts in their industry. Hosted by Ripple Maker Sammy Blindell. And the success pilot, Grant Morrell. Let's go. Well, hello and welcome to today's show. We have the global profile builder in the house today. Are you excited? I am very, very excited to have him in the house. Uh, he was a, a global profile builder and that is exactly what we want. That's exactly what we want. So the amazing Mark Stephen Pooler is backstage right now with us and he helps entrepreneurs to become high profile influencers by sharing their stories through the use of PR and digital media so they can become known globally. Mark has personally helped me with my brand. He's helped our Brand Builders Club members. He's helped our Ripple Makers members. What he does is very, very cool. I can't wait to bring him on. Very excited about bringing him on shortly. But before we do, Grant, what was your Ripple Maker moment this week? Ripple Maker moment. Good question, Sammy. Thank you. My Ripple Maker, mo- my Ripple Maker moment this week was a moment of clarity. Um, I was on a call with people when we was talking about you know, processing them and really getting to the core of who they are and what they do. And it was, again, it's that thing which I love, presence, real presence for people and getting to the key point. And it's this thing of listening to the message between the words. For me, it's not words that people say. People say things, they rehearse things all the time. It's listening to the message between the words, those little minor cues, those, those you know, the, the body language, when it comes to body language, it's not the big expression, it's the micro expressions because they take a 400th of a second. So you can't fake those things. Right? 400th of, of a second for micro expression yeah so you can't fake those hence why we all know <laughs> fake smile right we all know those but in, if you take that same nuance with the words there's message between them we've heard of a freudian slip for example that's a very crude example but there's many many more tiny little things you tie that in with a body language and it is i mean this is what i do all the time but it's it's just that presence it's the simple tip where so many people miss it and it can make their lives and their businesses relationships so much easier so that's my one that that was my ripple maker moment for this week what about you sammy what about yours oh gosh um my ripple maker moment will i think will have been when i was journaling yesterday because I set some intentions for the next 12 months yesterday you know everybody was talking about this portal that's opening and I don't know much about these things but I thought well uh, if if there's something serious going on up in the universe I'm going to make sure that I make <laughs> make my intentions for the next 12 months uh, while it's working it's magic so I set some intentions for 12 months yesterday with some of our other ripple makers and I realized that even though I'm in a creative role in what I do I haven't actually been making enough time for my own creativity so I made a list of the things that I'm going to do that are just for me 
things that bring out the best in me because I'm giving my body and I'm giving my mind time to rest. So whilst I'm doing creative things with clients all the time, I haven't actually been doing those creative things for myself. And it's so flipping easy, isn't it? To get caught up in the doing, doing, doing. But it's more important now more than ever before with us being in front of the laptop even more. I know that I used to be traveling all the time, so I wasn't in front of my machine but now with zoom calls and going live and summits and running sessions and masterminds it's all online so i'm in front of my machine more than ever before and so i'm shutting my computer down but i haven't been shutting myself down so um so that's me that's my ripple maker moment for this week is just remember the things that you used to do that enabled you to bring that creativity out yours will be something totally different to mine i'm sure and uh, it's just making that time to do that isn't it because we reboot our computers but we don't reboot ourselves all the time and it's so important now with us being in front of screens more than ever before that we actually do that so grant what do you do to get creative outside of work walk either for myself and thanks for sharing that by the way sammy but for myself to get creative i'm a great believer in that you've got to take time out it's not back to back um yeah there's times where back to back you've got to take time out whatever that is some of my clients is walking in nature for me it might be a long bath with either a large mug of tea or or something even stronger Something about water really gets the creativity going in me. Um, that, that's what it is for me. Or going for a long walk and listen to a certain kind of music. Mm. And quite often, it's that something about either water or motion that, that gets me going. And it's, uh, it's got it. Or perhaps watching a documentary on art or music. Because oh, yeah, I, you love your art and music, I, don't you? Yeah, I do. And I make so many connections from one field of, of the world. Could be art politics could even be could even be history or war even you take something and you can map that over into business you can map that over into psychology because it's all related Mm. Mm, very interesting Uh, one of my daughters is studying war studies in Mm. uh, in london at university and so her and greg are constantly having these real intellectual debates and i just sit and think okay yeah (laughs) I don't understand what they're talking about, but that's their creative conversation, but also their bonding. Yeah, bonding absolutely. Well, isn't it? When you, you find those interests in common and um, the pontoon where I live now at the moment, um, there's about three ladies on here that are all really into their arts and crafts, which is brilliant. So it's bringing out the best in me and we kind of get together on each other's boats and we do crafting things. And I'm just thinking, you know what? I need to make more time for that. You do, because I think it's investing in yourself. It brings out the very best in yourself. It's uh, mm. It needs to be written into the plan. It does. <laughs> well, and intentions, right? We've got to start with setting the intention, not just a goal. And I think when we when we have an intention, it can be stronger than having a goal, can't it? Because you, you're, you're intending to do something, whereas looking at a goal is maybe something you look at that is in the future, but you can set an intention to make something happen now towards that goal and speaking of setting intentions if you've not already set yourself the intention to get more visible with your business then let's change that now we've got our incredible global thought leader who i'm about to bring up onto our podcast this week and my goodness i mean he's on this massive mission to support entrepreneurs just like you and i to share our stories through the use of pr and digital media so that we can become more globally known. 
So Grant, are you ready to go faster with your PR? I certainly am, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Len, let's do it. I'm delighted to welcome the amazing Mark Stephen Pooler to today's show. He's known as the Global Profile Builder because he does what it says on the tin. He's also one of our co-founders and authors in the Law of Brand Attraction 2 book. And he's the trailblazer behind the greatest influencers that are building their global movements today. Mark, I know you've been on a crazy journey and there's so many stories of how you personally went from zero to hero. Let's get stuck straight in. Let's find out what was your greatest oh shit moment. Hey Sammy, hey Grant, it's great to be here with you today and I loved all the conversation about setting intentions rather than goals. I think that's really powerful Sammy. So I'll share a little bit of my backstory but I will really talk about my oh shit moments more <laughs> in entrepreneurship because I think that will add so much more value to yeah. the listeners. I come from a past of being severely bullied, being a severe drug addict, a, a severe drug addict to crack cocaine and heroin, and I collapsed and died. So that is the powerful story, which most people may think is a really big oh shit moment, which it was. But that's going back to my past quite a long time when I was 21 years old. So I would like to go into the future a little bit. Age 31, a freelance hairstylist, joined a network marketing company, no skills in social media entrepreneurship, 300 friends on Facebook, but having a really big vision, seeing speakers on stages, sharing their stories and thinking, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to speak on stages, I want books and I want to create my own products rather than promoting someone else's in a network marketing company. So I just jumped in the deep end to take a complete career change, Sammy. And at this time, I was struggling with debt. I had a three bedroom house to myself. I was not enjoying my hairdressing business while building my network marketing business. So a really big oh shit moment at the time was I decided to sell my home to pay off all my debts so I could follow my passion and follow my purpose to become a speaker and social media entrepreneur. Wow. I mean, that, that's a massive... Um... That's also a big identity shift, isn't it? It's not only a massive decision, but it's a massive identity shift of, you know, th there's something that happens. I've personally never had this desire to own my own home. I've, I've always been a, a free bird as such, but like my husband, he has to own property. He doesn't like the idea of not owning property. So for you to take that foundation, which you probably saved to buy your first house, you went through all of that, it then becomes the identity of I've made it. You have the I made it moment when you pick up those keys and you walk through the door. So you've gone through that journey and you're now like really building your own success. But then you realize you're building that success in something that doesn't ignite you that doesn't feel like it's your purpose 
what what just tell us about a little bit of that mental and emotional process that you went through in making that decision because i'm sure there are people listening to this now that are doing something that's making them money but it's not necessarily their purpose and their calling what would you what would you say to that great points I was emotionally attached to the house, me because it was a business partnership in the beginning between me and my dad. And my dad come to live with me for the first couple of years because he's a decorator and we've got all trades people in our family. So the house was done exactly like my style. It was like a show home. So I had a new kitchen. We had landscapers come into the garden, a new driveway. So when my dad moved on and I brought him out of it I was there on my own struggling with debts that had built up to about 30,000 pounds but because of the amount of work my dad had done on the property and it was all to my taste and it was my home I loved it it was a really really hard decision and Looking back now, I wished I had have actually have rented it out, but I don't I believe everything happens for a reason. But after that, Sammy, I'm trying to build a whole new career. And for the first two years, I had nothing but failure. I had no profile. I had to create my own event and put myself on stage with higher profile speakers to give the appearance that I was already speaking to get the photos. Um, so for two years, I don't believe you have to fake it till you make it now. I did put a brave face on and I didn't share any of those struggles, which we should share some of those struggles because mm. it is part of the entrepreneurship journey. But I felt very proud and I'd have to give up my home and... I just wanted to look like a success maybe before I was a successful. I just kept on going and kept on going for those two years. Didn't turn a penny, but little by little, I started to get results. So that's why it's important. We should never give up on our dreams. Oh, I love it. Don't give up on those dreams. Set your intentions on the way to work towards them. And sometimes you're going to have to give some things up that you really, really love so that you can create uh, enough of a, an investment money to be able to create tomorrow's money. And I love what you said about, um, you know, faking it till you make it, because actually that's Grant, that's what your chapter in the Law of Brand Attraction book is yeah, all about, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you don't have to fake it till you make it, shape it while you make it. Yeah, absolutely. That was the, the thing. It was lovely that you said that, Mark. And oh, my heart went out to you when you told that story of not just a house, but it was clearly like your dream home. It was your heart and soul into it. And you get that. That's a big, big sacrifice. It's a big sacrifice. But it says a lot about you, who you are as a person to do that. Looking back now, I'm just a totally different person to six years ago. So I still haven't got back onto the property ladder, but I could quite easily get back on there. Now I'm in a really comfortable position and I just wouldn't change places to who I was then I'm I'm just on a totally new direction and 
living my dream. I really am living my purpose. I could go anywhere in the world, run my business. I'm hitting six figure months. I just am really, really grateful that I put the effort in over the six years to, and I just think, where will I be in another six years? Time goes so quickly and I'm just in a comfortable place now. So sometimes we do have to make those sacrifices. And at the end of the day, it's just bricks and mortar. At the end of the day, wherever you are, you can make home. It's so true, so true. So Mark, what would you say to that that Mark version 1.0 six years ago <laughs> compared to where you are now? What would you go back and say to Mark 1.0? Go for it, which I did, and believe in yourself, which I did. But maybe I would just go back and say it is all going to happen for you because when you are taking risks and your family is saying stick to what you're good at, you're a hairdresser, people don't make money in these things and you lose close friends and family when they see you working on yourself you take a lot of risks and there's a lot of doubt in that in the beginning as an entrepreneur when you are seeing other successful people but there's that little doubt will this ever work for me so even though I kept on going and I've made it happen I was riddled with doubt for the first few years I would say so don't doubt yourself it will come together Oh, I love that. It's so mm -hmm. funny, isn't it? Grant, the last Ripple yeah. Fest, which ended a few weeks ago, because we run them every month, obviously. Uh, the last one, the theme really came out as go all in. Every single speaker had something around all in. And that's not happened before in the like 11, well, 10 Ripple Fests before that, that we've run. We've never had that happen. But last Ripple Fest, the theme was just all in, all in, go all in, believe in it, trust in it, have faith in it, go all in. There is no plan B. Like every single message was all around that. And um, and I can totally relate to that, Mark. You know, it's, it's like having the faith in the vision. It's understanding the vision. It's being able to see the vision. But then sometimes having that kind of crisis of faith of, am I big enough for this? can I do this? Is it possible to do this on my own? Or if I, if I have to bring people into it, who, who can I bring in? You know, will, will they, um, you know, mess me about? There's all these different things that come in, especially if you've had experiences with bad business partners or anything like that. It all shapes that history, doesn't it? It makes you so much more cautious going forward. But if we had that childlike curiosity and we just went for it, <laughs> like you say just go for it it's all going to work out in the end everything's going to be okay we would make decisions a little differently what do you think grant i i think absolutely and environment is so important environment being stronger than willpower as you say you know, you've got people around you with the very best intentions giving you the best advice from their experience from their field about don't do that stick to what you know at you know people don't make money of that from their experience absolutely true done from a position of love but it's about having that right support mechanism of people who do know people who have who will encourage you to do these things 
with the best intention, but with their knowledge of people who have done it, environment is so important. So few people have that environment that helps you to grow. Mm. And it's such a vital part of success. It is. Uh, Mark, what did you have to change about your environment for you to, obviously you sold your house. So that was a massive chunk of your environment and your stability, your um, control as such, because you're in a controlled environment. How did you change your environment to create the success that you've got today? So that's a great question again. And I want to share value and give entrepreneurs that hope that even if they feel that they are failing slightly, that it's okay, you can still turn it around. So I then went into a rented property after that, Sammy, and I stayed there for a couple of years. The landowner decided to sell the property that I was renting and I still wasn't making the greatest success of my business at this time. And I made another big decision to move back to parents, which I don't talk about very often either, because I was thinking I'm a 37, 38 year old man going back to my parents. I've not lived there since I've been 21 well. <laughs> years old and I'm still here. <laughs> I've been here for three years now and I can move on, but my mum's fell in love with my dog and things like this as well that really allowed me to get rid of all the things that were holding me back I didn't feel any stresses I was on a healing journey from a relationship as well Sammy so I was in a slightly toxic relationship so that was holding me back as well so I feel staying three years at my parents I really worked on my inner self and I am just transformed I, mm. it was the best thing I ever did so mm. even though I felt like I was taking a step back it's literally just really rapidly moved me forwards I think it, it comes down to that arrow analogy isn't it again the bow and arrow you've gone back to your parents so you can pull back pull back pull back pull back pull back work on yourself and then project bam off you go and um i mean what an amazing amazing um step you you have to take when you i at 38 i there must be something about the age of 38 i may i had that exact same thing i burned out and walked away from my multi-million pound business moved to france where my parents lived and i stayed there and that was like my retreat that was um a place of getting over the whole trauma of the burnout and walking away from my business so i totally get how that feels to go back to living at your parents it in one sense it feels like you're going backwards rather than forwards in another sense what it does is exactly what you said it propels you into the future so i want to make sure that we touch on the future and where we're coming back to we are now going to take a little musical break we've been on a real roller coaster journey so far let's have a little bit of a chill we'll see you in a couple of minutes where we'll dive into what did mark do next see you shortly
welcome back welcome back we are going to dive into the next part of what did mark do next because i want to get behind the strategies and the tactics that he's using to take people just like you and i onto the global stages but before we do grant you just had some really interesting shares as a, a part of the break and um and i thought it'd be great for you to share with our listeners what what we were talking about backstage Thanks. Thanks, Sammy. Yeah, it was. It was a nice little uh, conversation we had back there. And obviously listening to Mark, what I was saying was I could really relate to what Mark was saying. And and I was mentioning earlier that I watched lots of documentaries and it could be art, politics, even more, and learn how these things map over into the world of business and life. And that was an example right there, what Mark said about when he went back, he really opened up and he went back and lived with his parents at that age and did that. He worked on himself. It may have appeared like it was a backward step, but it wasn't. I said, ah, in, in, in war, that would be called a regroup. To win the war, sometimes you have to leave the battle or, or decline or, or even a bit defeat in a battle and you go back, you regroup. In other words, you work and build up the strength, work on yourself, work on your team, work on the unit, build up the strength before going forward to win the war. It's called a regroup. It's uh, mm, or tactical, tactical, tactical withdrawal to do withdrawal to do a regroup. I like that. I like and, that. Um, yeah, and that's what you did. And this is like I was saying one of the best business books ever. Is it's not a not a new book. It's not full of new strategies. It's three thousand years old. It's Chinese. It's called Sun Tzu: The Art of War. And you can learn pretty much all you want to know about business from that if you know <laughs> how to interpret it. Oh my goodness, that's brilliant. Yeah. I love that tactical withdrawal. You know, there's some times where we make a decision in business, but we take too long to make the decision. Mm -hmm. And like we end something or, you know, we, we ponder on it and we pain over it for ages. And we can see it as a failure by saying, I'm not doing this anymore. But I love that. That's now going to be branded as a tactical withdrawal. <laughs> If it ain't a hell yes, I ain't doing it. It's a tactical withdrawal. I love it, bro. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Happy to share that one. <laughs> so, Mark, obviously you had your tactical withdrawal. So you go and stay with your parents for three years and you set about creating a brand new business and a brand new fame name. I mean, at Brand Builders Club, we went through this at the beginning, brand new vision, really taking your life and business to a whole new level, a way in which you've totally led that movement. And as a result of leading that, everybody around you can see that you've elevated your positioning and you are doing the very things that you teach others how to do. And I think that's so important that you don't just learn something and then tell people how to do it that you're actually doing it and you are through and through somebody that does what you are training your clients to do and what you are also delivering for them so can you tell us and our listeners what is it you're doing now and and how do you do it so firstly i'd just like to add that sometimes when you feel you're taking a step backwards you put things in your mind that it's going to be terrible and then when I did come back to parents after a few weeks I realized actually this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be and then it got to the point actually I quite like this having things done for me again but 
I just like to say for entrepreneurs and people in business, we all worry too much about what other people think. So I don't think it was a fact that I got to move back to my parents. I think it was more what everyone else is going to think about yeah. me, 38 years old, moving back to parents. 100%. When in general, most people are more worried about their own lives. They're probably not even thinking about me, but isn't that strange? You know, yeah. In our heads, we think, what are other people going to think about this? So that is one thing that you need to get rid of in entrepreneurship. I don't, I do care about being nice to people and I don't want to hurt people, but I could not care less what people think about me. And that's a really important skill to have in entrepreneurship. Well, before you move on from that, how do you do that, though? How do you do that? How do you compartmentalise that? I think it does take personal development, growing your own belief systems. And also, I do think it has a lot to do with learning by maybe a couple of people in business messing me around not treating me good worrying about what they think of me and then you get to that point where there's only me that's going to create my success what anyone thinks of me doesn't matter but I do think that has come from certain people who I've had maybe slightly negative experiences with, they haven't treated me great, given me the strength to think, you know what, I don't care what you think of me anymore. Yeah, I agree. Grant, what would you say is your answer to that question? That is, a, thanks, Sammy. That, that, is a, that is a brilliant, brilliant skill you've got there because so many people, you know, one of the key things I see is about us giving ourselves permission to be the person we need to be, to do the things we need to do, to have the things we need to have. Be, it sounds amazingly simplistic, but it is so pivotal. And one of the key parts of giving yourself permission, why people don't, is because they care too much about what other people think. And you're right, it does take a lot of personal development. The word that comes to my mind is your values, your mission, your vision, your values, your, you know, your why. Those are the things that will drive you forward, even despite even having those niggling voices that says, what do they think? What do they think? Did I look stupid? Sometimes it's doing it despite thinking, I may have looked stupid, but I actually don't care. That's the smaller part of the equation. Um, but a phrase that comes to mind that someone said to me years ago, and I, I love that, and the phrase is this, other people's opinion of me is none of my business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's a lovely reframe on it. And I yeah. Think yeah, definitely. And and I think you're absolutely right, Mark. I think that what that that kind of paralysation, that paralysis of what will other people think if I do this? Or, um, you know, there's that underlying fear of rejection, fear of judgment. There's so many fears. But as you say as well, Grant, 
if you're really clear about who you are and you're owning your identity, I mean, it's everything we talk about at Ripple Fest, isn't it? When you own your identity, you own your value, you own your gift and purpose, you know why you're here. That's when you own the impact that you're here to make in the world. And that impact is going to be unlike anybody else in the world. So how could you compare it to anybody else? Why would anybody care about how you are doing that as long as you're doing it with grace, gratitude and flow, I would say. Like if you're in flow with something, more people are looking at how are they being, not what they're doing, but how are they being that way? How do they get to be that way? What are they doing that I need to master? And I think we think of all the bad things they could be thinking when actually they're thinking of all the positive things that happen. I'd be more like that person. Absolutely. And I I think it's something that Mark said at the very beginning about giving up the house, but then you worked on yourself. And I thought, yeah, this is interesting because a house, as much as you would like to have a nice home, et cetera, you don't spend all your time in your home but you do spend every second of your life in yourself. Oh, yes. ah, well, hang on. Say that again. <laughs> that was a mic drop moment. Okay. So when it comes to possessions, and it's all nice to have pretty possessions and a nice home, but when you think about it, you don't spend every moment of your life in your home, but you do spend every moment of your life in yourself. <sighs> oh, I'm going to marinate on that. <laughs> but you, you, Mark, you chose to let go of the possession to work on yourself, which is your biggest asset and will serve you for all your life. Totally. So I would say you're actually a fantastic investor, but you maybe didn't realise it at the time. Well, I actually took 30,000. I paid off my 30,000 pounds worth of debt from selling the home. And I actually invested 7,000 in a business coach and personal development coach (laughs) in my network marketing company, which many network marketers don't invest 7,000 pounds in business coaches. And that was what I did. And I did really go deep into personal development from that moment on yeah very well, I mean, that bow and arrow has certainly paid off now so yeah. mark you you're running strategies and pr and press releases you're getting people publicity all over the world you got me publicity the fastest that i have ever ever appeared on number one like literally within 24 hours my article was number one at the top of google Um, which with traditional press and PR, when I paid two and a half thousand pounds a month to a PR company, they could get me in all the physical press. But of course, that doesn't stick around. That's just printed on paper and then it gets thrown away. The kind of PR and the press that you get for people sticks around forever on the search engines. So tell us about what you're doing now. How do you do that? How How are you getting these kind of results for your clients? So, yes, I support my clients with all kinds of digital media, whether it's written credibility articles, press releases, radio interviews, web TV interviews. And you're absolutely right. It's really, really quick, fast. So the client doesn't have to wait to get their results and the SEO footprint of page one of Google, Google News, YouTube. It's really great for SEO purposes, but it's great for the client because it gives them tools then to elevate their coverage all over their social media so they don't look like they're self-promoting. It's third-party credibility. 
I have made a lot of mistakes along the way, what I've shared over the six years, Sammy. And I was fortunate to be interviewed on a radio show in the USA to an audience of three million. They asked me to come back and co-host the show. This was around the time I moved back in with my parents and it opened me up to the world of media and PR. And I took to it like a duck to water because of my network skills and my networking skills. And so I have built a huge database of connections of journalists, of publications. I've built my own publication, which has really turned out into a really global brand, mspnewsglobal.com. I launched my agency, TMSP Agency, which is a premium media and PR agency. I've made all of the mistakes so that other people don't have to make those mistakes building their profile. But it's much more than just building a profile. It's giving you an online reputation really, really quickly. It's helping you to attract clients, build trust, build credibility, build authority, build connections, build your following. So there's a lot more than just building a profile. It's a really important piece of your marketing wheel, just like branding, you mentioned, even though I was doing all of the PR, I had to come to brand builders for the support of my personal brand. So I studied that for a 12 month period, launched my own brand, got all my messaging right, but also my belief in myself so that I would show up myself as the bigger brand that I wanted to be. So I just have the, the connections. I can connect people with celebrities to get featured in press and media. So they get celebrity endorsement, celebrity association. I've got a huge database. And I've also got all the publications and connections to really help position my clients really, really quickly. Mm. And it's brilliant what you're doing. It really is. And I mean, well, you got Dr. John D. Martini for our forward for the law of brand attraction, too, which was fantastic. And so it not only enabled our authors to take their message out to the world it also enabled them to align themselves with a global thought leader in the the area of expertise that they are also in and that makes such a difference to people just having that brand elevation doesn't it especially for um, newer businesses I know certainly at the Ripple Makers Mastermind you've helped most of our Ripple Makers now I think to and brand builders to, yeah and brand builders to to elevate their positioning instantly overnight. You know, there are people that have been business coaches, consultants, speakers for nine, 10, 15 years, and nobody really knew about them. They were just getting business through network market or networking and marketing and word of mouth referral. And then Mark comes along and he's like, well, look, you know, let's get a press release out about you. Let's position you as the thought leader in what you're doing, which the process itself is brilliant because 
the questions that you ask make you really think about what you're doing and where you're going. So by the time that press release goes out, we have a lot of our brand builders that come to us and say, can you help us work on this little bit first before we then go speak on the show? And Mark will then interview you on the show. But now you're totally clear about where you're going. You know what your mission is. You know your identity. You know the value you bring to the world. And now you are stepping up and claiming it with an article about you and your business that goes out across all of the major publications. So within 24 hours, literally people are getting featured and they are then able to put all the big logos and, and what is it? Is it Fox News? It's NBC, CBN. I mean, you get them across all of the major networks, don't you? Yes. As you mentioned, I have heavily used everything that I'm doing in my own business. So I am walking the walk and talking the talk. I use celebrity endorsement, celebrity association. I know the power of that and it just works when people see you're associated with some of the biggest names in business, personal development, celebrities. I'm so blessed to have made relationships with most of the original cast of the secret movie, like Dr. John D. Martini, Dr. Joe Vitale, Marie Diamond, Bob Doyle, Dennis Waitley, all people that you know as well, Sammy. It's really powerful and I've built up a great database so that I can offer that to my clients. I use it myself. But like you mentioned as well, even a simple press release, what we do for a client, that may just be the very first piece of coverage that they've had, their okay. first step to getting media coverage. But what that then does for them, it gives them brand association so they can start using as seen on Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS logos which to some people, they may not see the power in that, but if someone is coming to your website, it is a known fact that you will convert more sales if they say, see as seen on logos because it builds mm -hmm. trust. But it also gives the client so much more confidence that they are then being seen as this expert in big media outlets that then goes on to build their confidence. They go on to get more media coverage. And the more media coverage you get, the more opportunities you get. My clients have attracted book sales. They've sold programs. They've attracted um, premium clients. They have attracted collaborations, put masterminds on together. It's not just about the media coverage. There's so much more what media and press will do for you. 100%. hundred oh, percent. We, we have ripple makers that have literally come out like, straight out the gates, like left their employment, setting up a business for the first time, who have used your services to build their positioning instantly. And of course, they've got more credibility then than somebody who's been in business for 20 years has worked their absolute tushy off to build up their profile. And they've done it the hard way. They've done it all through like hard graft, burning shoe leather, going to every networking event on the planet. And then, you know, our members are literally coming straight out of the gate 
And it doesn't mean that they're not as experienced as those people that have been doing it the business for 20 years. It's just they've been in business for 20 years and now ripple makers haven't necessarily been in business for that amount of time. Yet they still do have the experience. They've still got the gift. They've still got the superpower. So why not get out there and get featured straight away? Why take 20 years to do something that you can do in 24 hours through Mark's service? Mark, how do people, because we're going to have to wrap up, I'd love to talk to you about this all day and get in depth into this. But um, if somebody wanted to reach out to you and say, you know, how can you do this for my business? I want to be on Google in 24 hours. I want to start showing up more. And I know there's lots of different things you do from press releases to TV interviews, radio interviews, books. There's all kinds of stuff. You get people featured on um, various different award type platforms as well. So how can they get in touch with you if they want to find out more? I offer a free PR consultation. All they would have to do is go to www.contactmark.me. That's www.contactmark.me. I do always ask anyone booking a free PR consultation just be sure that you're a person of action that invests in their self and their business and they feel media coverage is a, um, a wise move for them and they're looking to make progress with media coverage. I am very busy with clients, media coverage, my radio show, my web TV show. So I just want to be sure that the best people that I want to connect with and they want to connect with me book the free PR consultation so they get the benefit of it mm -hmm. and I have a minimum requirement that they will say that they're willing to invest a minimum of $500 if that's you schedule a free consultation at www.contactmark.me Perfect. I think that that's, that's great, you know, and it's laying it out, isn't it? Straight out of the gates, you know, it, when somebody books that session and they've got zero intention of going to the next level, then that's just a waste of their time and yours. So as Mark said, if you are willing to invest a minimum $500 in yourself to get yourself that publicity, to get franked, to get visible, to get even more credibility, to move your business forward leaps and bounds, just as Mark has done for me and many of our members, contact mark.me, www.contactmark.me. Grant, is there anything else you would like to add in before we end today's show? Yeah, there is actually. I'm just thinking from a business point of view for that kind of price point to legitimately have the opportunity to position your company, your name next to giants like that, it's absolute gold dust, absolute gold dust. That is incredible. Incredible. It is Thank incredible. you, guys. I've really, really enjoyed the conversation. I've been vulnerable. I've shared things I don't talk about all the time, but it's all about serving and giving back to help people on their journey. So I've really enjoyed the show today. Yeah, well, thank you very much for joining us, Mark. We'll look forward to having you back on the show again. Uh, guys and girls listening, hope you... Uh, Hope you enjoyed today's show and you've taken lots of notes and we'll be back very, very soon. 
we'll be back with our next episode make sure you tune in if you love this episode please make sure that you subscribe and if you know one other person that you think this conversation would be brilliant for them uh, please do share it just one drop one person go out there who can you think of right now that needs to listen to this conversation have an amazing day create those ripples that only you can make and we'll see you in the next episode bye-bye for now